0: Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen. It's, it's the, the short, short news short podcast, podcast with, with your, your host, host Alex, Alex. Alex. Meadow. What's up bitches? Welcome back to the short news podcast. Ah Yeah, that's right, folks. We're back. We're back. What are you going to do about it, huh? This is a show where I'm supposed to talk about current events, the things that are happening in our world, sometimes pop culture, sometimes what's happening on the internet, sometimes what's going on in my life. If you're here, then hopefully... You've listened to the episode that's previous to this one, which is most likely coming out on the same exact day. But it's the Pool House podcast with me and Kelsey, and we talk about a lot of things. I just finished up recording that, I'm jumping right into this because you know what? What's better than just overexerting your speech? We talked about a lot of things. We did we talked about how my house was burglarized. We talked about relationships talked about some other other things which i you know i felt like i couldn't organize my thoughts well enough on that but folks i don't know how to say this and i know it sounds very sudden and i know it is very sudden but <clears throat> i'm getting married Ah thank you, thank you ah. yeah, yeah, no, it happened very suddenly, and I've been Mr. like heartbreak sadness for I don't know a little while, but when the connection is there, the connection is there, and when someone thinks the same way as you do or they have the same love language or the same wants and needs, it really feels good, okay and when you feel like you can just like say anything to someone you, you like not anything like you can't like not mean things but i mean like when you feel like you can just be yourself and and really express like who you are without there being any sort of resistance or friction or tension or things that would build up and lead to problems later it's a fucking refreshing feeling i'll say that and it's a it's a it's a very sudden thing like i said but we're i'm i'm relocating in a matter of weeks to be closer to this person not closer to be with this person and we're eloping and that's such a i'm still getting used to that because you know there's a lot of things being set in motion right now i have to now plan a move which I'm doing, and, listen, I've done, I've moved in in two days before, so, like, three weeks, I think, is a good amount of time for me, but, like, holy shit, like, I, I didn't get to say this enough on the previous episode, but she's amazing, truly, like, and I, like, I did mention this with Kelsey in the previous episode, but there's a lot of moments where it feels like looking into a mirror, and then like, but the person looking back at you is someone that you can love. And then in turn, that makes you realize things about yourself that it's like, oh, wait, I shouldn't be so hard on myself for those things. I should be making sure I'm okay and nurturing myself the way that I want to nurture this person. And that's something I've honestly never felt before. It's different, but in a good way. And just really excited for all of that to happen. Like I said, there's a lot of, a lot of things happening, a lot of things in motion. And without dwelling on that too much, because this is supposed to be a show about current events and politics, I will say she loves the Joe Biden impression and the Trump impression. We both really hate politicians, which is cool. And I I don't know, man, like there, there's, this is really exciting for me. I'm very excited and I feel different. Everything feels different now. And I also, I don't want to, you know, spend too much time talking about my interpersonal relationships and stuff here, because this is a show about politics, like I mentioned before, but that's what's going on. And there's a lot of changes happening at this moment. Gonna be like a I don't know, like a family man or a family guy. <laughs> Lois <laughs> I I I don't know what to say, man, without going full Joe Biden. I keep wanting to dissociate because it makes me nervous to talk about. But every day I get closer to move out, move in day, and that's very fucking exciting to me to be you know, in a new location that I've never lived at when I've been in the tri-state area my whole life with somebody who I adore so much. I I've not done something like this before. Like this, no. So that's extremely exciting. We've got, you know, that big life update going on here. I tried recording an episode, like a solo episode of the Short News Podcast a couple times in the last couple of weeks, but it just kept coming out really toxic, and we don't need that, you know? After we recorded not this Pool House episode that's coming out the day this episode comes out, but before that, like the Halloween special, I was doing all right, but I wasn't doing great, still dealing with stuff, and... It was Taco Tuesday as well as Halloween. I would rather have referred to it as Taco Tuesday because Halloween is not a good day for me. It's never been. And it was the anniversary of the breakup with my ex-fiance who I was with for seven years. And my now ex knows that and decided that would be the day to reach out to me about some other shit. And that just hit in a way that didn't feel good, even with everything else good that was going on. I was like, I just don't, I don't fucking want this right now. And in the episodes I recorded that are never, ever, 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 ever going to see the light of day, I wasn't very nice about it. I was very standoffish, very aggressive about it. And I don't want to be that. And I don't think that I need to be that. And there's no place for that. There's no need for that not now not ever i understand the idea of not being able to let something or someone go and you want to just continue to remind them that you're 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 a thing you exist and you kind of want to keep them in your your back pocket there for when you feel like you might be ready before you change your mind again and then realize let me, let me, let me cast them out again. Like, I personally can't do that. I've been down that road before. It's either always on or always off for me. And that's just the way that I am. And I don't do the I'll wait for you fucking shit. And I I don't want to say that I have self-respect. But I do. And I know that I'm not... A valuable person to that person, especially if they're just treating it that way. And I don't need that in my life. I don't want that in my life. I don't want to continue to feel like fighting or like struggling or gr- gasping for air in something where I shouldn't. And I guess to that person, if you're listening, I'm so sorry that you are because this is a lot to take in, like I'm leaving town, not just town, going to be very, very far away for, I mean, hopefully the rest of time and getting what I want and what I need, I guess, or who, who I need, which is exciting for me, really. And I hope nothing but the best for that person or for anyone else really and as weird as it is to say i want to thank you for your time i guess but it's time for me to go and be the man that i've always wanted to be be the i don't know the the family guy <laughs> oh <Lois. laughs> <laughs> right, wrong guy but sorry this is truly what i want This is truly what I want to do. That's where I want to be. That's who I want to be with. And it feels good. It feels good to like figure all of that out and to execute that plan and to get that. And it's something that I said to this person when we were figuring out what we wanted, the person that I'm with, if i want something i'm gonna make sure that it happens and i'm gonna do that and i'm doing that and he's doing it folks that that i'm back folks it's me joe biden yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's loud it's a lot of uh applause I, it hurts my head you got, uh, back in my day, you would you would go down to a local bar. You'd meet a nice lady, and the next day you'd be married and have five children. That's what we what we, we want. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, Joe Biden. Take a seat for a second. We'll get there. We'll get to Joe Biden. I'm I'm on life update right now. I. I feel like I've wasted a lot of time in my life getting hurt, but I don't think I would be here in this situation as excited as I am for all of these huge life changes if it wasn't for all of that hurt. So that makes that very interesting, doesn't it? But when when do you move on? I, I don't mean like relationship-wise. I mean like topic-wise. When do you move on? Like, should we talk about politics? It's been 14 minutes. I I should talk about current events or something. I'm very much dreading talking about Israel versus Palestine. That's still going on, by the way. It's uh, not October. It's November 14th. It's not fun. It's amazing to think about the crazy journey the last couple of years have been, not only for this show, but just in general in life. but. I was such a different person when this podcast first started. I was living in New York City with someone who I planned on spending my life with, even though it wasn't good for either of us. I was kind of very much influenced, though, by that person, even politically, where I don't think that I was able to be myself. I don't think that expressing how i actually feel about the way the system fucks people over would be acceptable in that relationship and it would have ended a lot or earlier there would have been a lot more conflicts if i really was unchained the way that i am right now but now like i'm pretty damn confident that when i say something it's not going to have that same effect in the current situation that i'm in because this is somebody who's much more open minded And understands the the ins and outs of what's fucked up about society a lot more than the last situation did. Yeah. So anyways, it's November now. It's the month of November, folks. Election Day just happened. You had your local elections. Next year, though, is the big one. It's looking like it's going to be Donald Trump versus Joe Biden again. The epic sequel. Are you ready for that? Because I know I'm not. I know both those candidates fucking suck. And they're going to make us pick between two shits. That's what it's come to. Two dudes who are, first of all, way too old to be holding any sort of power, let alone managing an Arby's. But also, both their politics are fucked up in their own fucking ways. Donald Trump is only in it for himself. Preserving himself. And enriching himself. Joe Biden doesn't know what the fuck is going on and seems to really like war crimes and wasting American tax dollars, things that don't involve the American people. Let me tell you, this time around, this election season, I'm not going to be telling you to vote for either party. I'm not even going to be telling you to vote because I kind of understand people who don't vote now. What's the fucking point? It's a slap in the face either way. And I I know one side openly hates on human rights more than the other. But let's be honest, neither side actually cares about or does anything for human rights. Okay? it's all about money. It's all about corporations. It's all about fucking over the American people, no matter what color tie you vote for. They're not advocating for you, even if they stage like they are. You think Joe Biden actually cares about the American auto workers as much as he talks about them? No, he knows he's got to appease them, but it's not like he's gonna do anything about it. It's like a uh, like a shut up ring, which is a term I recently learned. Where like you know you've been with a lady for long enough, she's like, why don't why don't you ask me to marry you? And the dude is like, fuck. Like, I guess it's been that amount of time and she's just gonna keep complaining about it. Here's an engagement ring now. Shut up about it. And then just like putting off the wedding and like not caring and not actually wanting it and that type of thing. That's what the Biden presidency is like. It's like we're we're gonna you we're I promise we're gonna get married and I'm gonna love you forever. And then four years down the road, like I, I still mean it. But I haven't done anything to show it. And that's bullshit. The American people deserve better than that. And I'm not saying they deserve Donald Trump because that's not better either. That's only going to stress us out more. We don't need a narcissist in the highest, you know, position of all the land. But we also don't need a dumbass either. If the Democratic Party really knew what they were doing here, and they really gave a fuck about the American people and what the American people want, then they would they would appoint someone who's a little more with it and a little more progressive and willing to fight for the people, for the voters, than dumb piece of shit like Joe Biden who just shits himself, and that's about it. Am I even saying any, any, anything of substance? I don't know. What I do know is neither of those gentlemen will be saying anything of substance during the debates. I can tell you how that'll go. Ladies and gentlemen, the presidential debates for the twenty twenty four election. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Now, Mr. Trump, you've said that the, the the war between Israel and Palestine wouldn't go down that way if you if you were president. How would you deal with it? Well, folks, believe me, it would be very different. It would be very different, folks. I would be right there on the front lines telling everyone to stop, and they would listen to me. You think Joe Biden would be there? I don't think so, folks. I don't think so. He's not even here right now. He turned to Joe Biden. He's like, oh, just sleeping, fucking snoring. Look at him. He's fucking shitting himself. He's a piece of shit. He sucks. There, I, I, I'm awake. And I think that Donald is wrong. I, I think that what we need to do is not send me over there on the front lines and send more missiles instead. Yeah. <laughs> because Amy Schumer said so, folks. Yeah, the funniest woman... Ever. We love Amy Schumer folks. We love it. We we love Amy Schumer. She's smart. She's stunning. And she's brave. She's so brave folks for for talking about her floppy vagina. Folks, I love floppy vagina. I I, I almost said believe me. Wrong guy switching back and forth. Amy Schumer, she's not even fucking funny. It just delves into a debate about Amy Schumer. She's not even funny. She's got the same jokes over and over again. They're not even original. They're stolen. They're stolen, believe me. I would be over there. I would be over there in Israel myself, fighting the good fight with a gun. I'd be doing it myself. I'm like Captain America, folks, believe me. I got the strength to prove it. Hey, he doesn't. He, I've seen him try to lift a five-pound weight. He can't do it, folks. He's almost as old as me. You know, what you need is someone older than Donald. You need someone who's old as fuck to to talk the leader's ears off until he talks himself to sleep. That's me, folks. I got, I got you with that, and and you you're gonna take it, cause what are you gonna you vote for him? You're in a stalemate, folks. You're in a situation where it's shit or shitty. Which one are you gonna pick? I, I think my opponent over there he he he's fat and ugly, and yeah, that should be enough for you, folks. It takes one to know one, Joe. Just delves into childishness. No, you are, Joe. You're, you're gross and fat and ugly. Believe me. Look at him. Look at him. Folks, he's shitting himself right now. He's shitting himself as, as, as we speak. Let's take a question from the journalist here. Look at that Korean man over there. In the, 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 uh, he's, he's a journalist, right? You're a journalist, right? It's me. I'm just like, what? Oh, yeah. So what are you guys going to do about the economy? Oh, believe me, we're going to have the greatest economy. He doesn't even, like, he doesn't elaborate. He never elaborates. He's like, we're going to have the greatest economy. It's going to be so great. You're going to, there's going to be so much money. I am i won't tell you who it goes to, but there's going to be so much money. There's going to be so much money, folks, and it's all going to be mine. I mean, what? Yeah, folks, you, you, you don't want to listen to him. He's full of shit. Yeah, what we got to do is we got to raise all the prices. Okay, well, you you want gas to be cheaper? Well, think again. Gas is going to be five thousand dollars a gallon. You're going to have to, you're 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 you're, you're going to have to shut up, shut up, folks. It's too fucking loud. It hurts my brain. You you're, you're going to have to take out a loan and get a gallon of gas, folks. That, that you you like Klarna? You like paying for shit with Klarna? Well, well, get ready to do that for gasoline, folks. You're going to go broke to go a mile. You're going to barely break even at work. Yeah. You're going to work 80 hours a week, and all of that is going to go back to me. And then I'm going to spend all that money on missiles for other countries. You you thought I was I was washed up, you thought I was full of shit. Well, look at us fighting wars that we don't fucking belong in. Yeah, that, that's what that, that's what America wants. That's what they want, folks. You got uh, you got people people on the left you got people on the right and they're they're all trying to tell you different things what what you you gotta do is you gotta decide for yourself between two choices and that's it that's all you get and it's shit and shitter depending on which one you think is shittier everybody's got a different opinion on the smell of shit folks uh, you know, some people, they like to the smell of their own shit. I'm one of those people. Me, Joe Biden, I shit on the floor and then I put my face in it. Yeah, that's right. I'm like a dog and the trainer. I do it to myself. Yeah. Folks, you wanted healthcare, what I gave you is better than that. I gave you Katy Perry on the 4th of July, singing Fireworks. Yeah! Forget the fact that she feeds her carnivorous dog, vegan. An animal that's supposed to have fucking meat. She feeds her vegetables, it's dying. She's killing her dog, folks. Believe believe me. Fuck. Believe me, folks. She's killing her dog. That's something we can agree on, Donald. Yeah, yes, I guess so, Joe. I guess that's something we can agree on. I feel like we got a lot more in common than you think, Donald. I, I guess so. I guess so, Joe. Donald, I think I love you. I think I love you too, Joe. I think I love you too. And then they make sweet love. They're just like, like on the stage during the debate, just come here, Joe, kiss me sweetly. I would love to. Can I smell your hair? Yes, you can. You can smell my hair whenever you want, Joe. I love you, Joe Biden. I love you, Donald Trump. That's that's what's gonna happen. I'm calling it now, folks. That Joe Biden and Donald Trump are gonna make sweet love on stage, and that that's what the people want. Yeah. Hey, if the people want i'll go right over there and i'll kiss him right now what the fuck am i doing folks it comes down to the same two pieces of shit again We're stuck with them. And they're going to keep doing this to us over and over again unless we voice our feedback some sort of way that they listen to. And I don't know the solution. I'm not the man with the solution. I'm the man who points out the problems here, okay? And it's a problem that a lot of people have pointed out, not just me. Stop putting people that are unfit for office to run for office. Stop approving this shit and stop telling us we have to deal with it for the sake of democracy. Like Joe Biden is going to save our democracy. I don't fucking think so you think Trump is a fascist and you want to get rid of him? Then do a little better of a job finding an opponent to face him. Because the guy you've got going up against him is pretty fucking weak. And we can all see it. Even the people who voted for that guy the first time around. All right? That's my honest opinion. you want to enact actual change, then get someone in office who's going to be, you know, young enough to and and have enough vitality enough to to live to see the consequences of the decisions that they make. Maybe there's more at stake there for them to make a big difference when they're in power. Does that make sense, right? That's the logical thing to do. Apparently, not according to either fucking political party. They've got ancient pieces of shit up there having strokes on stage. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Mitch McConnell. You pissing me off, okay? You turtle motherfucker. Both sides—they're ancient fucks. Mitt Romney isn't even that old. He's old, but he's not that old. He knew to step down so that younger blood could come up. He retired. That's admirable. I don't even fucking like the guy. i like, I don't agree with Mormonism. I don't agree with what he thinks. he's an anti-gay dude like he he doesn't he's not progressive but but he's he's a little bit of a, a thinker, you know like he's able to realize, hey, there's too many old people in fucking office. I don't want to be one of those. I don't want to be part of the problem let me let me bow out while I can, you know and good for him, good for him. that's the right thing to do. I like I've never hated Mitt Romney. I don't agree with Mitt Romney, but I think that's a very admirable stance to take and then to follow through on what you said and actually do it and step down and pass the torch on to hopefully somebody younger and that that like knows what they're doing. That's really cool. I I admire that. Knowing when to step down is very important and that that I wish more politicians would know diane feinstein was what like a thousand year old years old up there in a fucking wheelchair barely able to function people are like yes queen go for it no don't no queen step the fuck down retire to your throne you got enough money you've had power for long enough you don't know what's going on you don't care about the people we've seen diane feinstein say fucked up shit when she was still alive and with it she doesn't care about the American people, but you, you put these ancient fucks who aren't going to be here to see the consequences of their actions actually be put into action to just sit up there and act like they know better than us when we're the ones that are going to be living with it. Is that not fucking infuriating? Cause it's very infuriating to me and we have to keep doing that Republican or Democrat. You guys keep pulling up these shitheads. Okay and now we move into another territory israel versus palestine an issue that is been that has been you know pissing me off for a while something that has been the talk of the town for a hot minute i saw a very interesting ad from times square yesterday you know how they have like the L- lcd screens all over times square so they had one it said i stand with ukraine and then I Stand With Israel literally stomped it out, like kuh, 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 like the fucking Pixar light, stomping out the, the eye or whatever. But they were doing that. With, it was like, here's the next thing. Here's the next war that you should be fine with your tax money going towards, even though, like, you're paying all these fucking taxes on your hard-earned money. That should be going towards infrastructure and federal programs that help you fucking eat and feed your family and, I don't know, get housing. But here we are putting that towards fucking missiles for other fucking countries to commit war crimes and genocides. And God forbid you say, hey, Israel, maybe you guys shouldn't be committing genocide on the Palestinians. Maybe you shouldn't be killing like 20,000 innocent people a fucking week. And then they claim, oh, you're an anti semit You're an anti semit You're you're you. You support the Holocaust. You, 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 we, we got, we got holocausted in the 1940s. Does So that gives you an excuse to go on and do that to another country? Why? Why? Why are all the Republicans and the establishment Democrats so for standing up for Israel? But like, oh, God forbid a country is being attacked and dehumanized and hurt where the people are a little bit darker of a skin tone. You see what I'm saying here? Democrats and Republicans are the fucking same, just one's a little more pathological than the other. At least the Republicans will come right out and say that they fucking hate your guts and want you dead. Democrats will tell you that they're doing the right thing and you just need to keep voting for them. And then they'll go around and just fuck you over every which way and then gaslight you into thinking that you did something wrong or that you're an anti-Semite or that you're a bad person for criticizing them. Do I sound mad right now? i I am a little bit mad, okay? I'm a little mad that fifty dollars of groceries gets me like two and a half days' worth of food when that used to be able to last me a fucking week all right but but we have somehow we have enough money to to fund wars that don't fucking involve us and in my honest opinion, if you say I stand with Israel, you're fucking stupid. They have one of the most powerful militaries on our fucking planet. They're not victims here, not in this specific case. They're war criminals. They're killing innocent people and claiming it's to eradicate Hamas. And I'm not saying Hamas is right. I don't think that terror organizations are right. But as someone who's lived through the post 9-11 and pre 9-11 era, I can tell you that None of our war crimes, invading Iraq and Iran and wherever the fuck we went, are justifiable. We we wanted to go after one terror group. We leveled whole entire fucking countries. We killed innocent children. Fucking kids outside playing soccer one day. Getting fucking drone struck. And somehow, somehow Americans are fine with that collateral damage. They say it's for the greater good. Right? But... Thousands and thousands of innocent lives are being destroyed. And people don't seem to have the empathy to realize those are people. Those are people like you or me. That lives are over. Their families are destroyed. When one person dies, if you've ever experienced loss, when one person in your life dies, you've seen the effect that that has on every single person around you, around them, that knew them, that grew up with them, that's their family or friends or loved ones or whoever, you see the wave effect that it has, the ripple of negativity, of loss, of pain. Now picture that 20,000 plus times over. That's what Israel's doing to people in Palestine. I can very confidently say I support Israel, I support the people, I don't support the government. I don't support what their military is doing at all whatsoever. I don't support what our government is doing to aid their military to kill more innocent people, to kill more children. I don't think that's right. And I don't think you should either. It just seems like the American people are very quick to defend or act like people of a lighter skin tone are the victims when in reality those people are the ones doing the war crimes and the genocides on people of darker skin tones who then they call mongrels or they call savages or they call other things like like that nature and say they need to be eradicated and that the collateral damage doesn't matter for some reason and they have this fucked up mentality where they can justify that. They can justify innocent people dying. I don't think war should be on the table at all whatsoever from either side. But I know who has the upper hand and I don't like it. I don't think it's okay. I'm the type of guy who looks back at World War II. And listen, I was a the US History Award winner in high school. I think I have a little bit of a knowledge here. When we dropped Little Boy and Fat Man on the on the Japanese, does does that really add up versus Pearl Harbor? Like if you want to talk death toll and destruction, we nuclear bombed them twice because they suicide crashed into a base that we had in Hawaii. Now, I'm not keeping score here. I'm not weighing the damages. But at the same time, it's very obvious who has the upper hand there. We did. And I don't personally think that eradication is the way to go. And if we keep going off of this total war mentality that we had back in the 40s and we continue that, And continue to think of ourselves as a superpower that needs to get involved and spread our freedoms to other fucking countries. We're not spreading freedoms. We're spreading death and destruction and genocide and war crimes. We're creating more enemies. Something that we don't need to do and I don't think we can afford to do. I mean we can afford to go to war apparently more times over the treasury or whoever the fuck said so. They're very much for us going to another war, but God forbid, God forbid, we do something with our tax dollars to solve the housing crisis, to get people out of tent cities, to get people out of their disparity and off of food stamps and and whatever. Right? People can starve here. It doesn't matter as long as Israel gets their patriot missiles and their military assistance, so that they continue. They can continue their genocide. Right? That's fine. And also, so it's not terrorism as long as a country's military is doing it? Is that, is that what it is? That's an interesting question to bring forward here. The Israeli military can level cities in Palestine and that's not considered terrorism, killing innocent people, because it's justified because they're a military? Like, suck my fucking dick. This Zionist-ass bullshit needs to fucking end like i don't give a fuck who claims the territory belongs to who there are innocent fucking people living there and you're bombing evacuation routes as they're trying to get out because they know they're unsafe who is the victim here honestly and the public is canceling people like mia khalifa who lost a fucking job because why she's advocating for palestinians to survive the attacks the terror attacks that are being put upon them by the israeli government by the israeli military who thinks they can just eradicate an entire group of people they can do genocide for genocide i don't fucking think so buddy i don't think that's all right i think that's very fucked up like this isn't a fucking baseball game this isn't a choose a side type of situation this is a this shouldn't be happening at all whatsoever type of thing and that's my honest fucking opinion on the Israel-Palestine shit. And I'm going to stop that there. And we're going to go into something else that's unrelated to the election or the, that war or Ukraine or anything like that. We're going to go to Reddit stuff. We're going to do a relationship a relationship advice. Wait, what is this? Arrest over ice hockey players' death. Well, it's about time. I don't know if you guys heard about this. But, like, there was a a hockey player who died somewhat recently. He got slashed in the neck because, like, in the middle of a game, was bleeding out, severed his arteries. And that's really scary. Like, hockey fights are fun to watch. Sorry, I'm trying to log into something here. Hockey fights are fun to watch, but then it gets really scary when, you know, when... When you see something like this happen, when it goes too far, and you're like, oh, fuck, like, people, people can really get hurt from this. It's all fun and games until someone gets fucking murdered on the, on the hockey rink. So someone got arrested, finally. Yeah. Oh, God. Relationship advice. This is an interesting one. These people are too old to be on Reddit. 54 male, 52 female. Would you leave the marriage? Context. We've been married three years. We had good sex prior, both in great physical shape. I'm very attentive to my wife's needs. Grocery shopping, cleaning, earning money, cooking, buying her special things, fixing and building things, covering all of the love languages. I've never cheated. Problem. I've given up trying to have sex with my wife from her, rejecting all attempts but three in the past year. Whenever we do have sex, what's wrong with my fucking microphone. Whenever we do have sex, I always give her an orgasm prior to penetration. I never receive, I always give. This is not by my choice. I have asked to have a discussion about things regarding sex, and she gets pissed and ends up swearing at me. The past week, she took a sick day from work. Not sick, just wanted to sleep in. I caressed her for about 20 minutes before touching her sexually. She was receptive. I gave her an orgasm with my tongue and fingers. Good for you. Afterwards, I didn't penetrate. (laughs) Sounds like a crime scene. I just lied next to her and held her. The last time we had sex was about six months prior to this, and she said she didn't care if she ever had sex again. That's why I didn't try to finish this time. Hours later, she asked why I hadn't finished, and I responded to basically what I just described and asked if we could talk about it. She got very angry and started swearing at me. Fast forward to the next day, I told her I wanted an apology, she refuses. She says she doesn't want to talk about sex, so tough shit for me. I have tried therapy with her, but she refuses to go because she feels ganged up on. Oh, this sounds way too familiar. She gives me zero affection even though I've asked for it tens of times. I'm talking just a hug, a kiss, a text asking how my day is. I get none. When I ask why she doesn't have an answer where she mocks me saying, oh, you need attention. Would you leave the marriage? Thanks. What is the top comment? Yes. (laughs) Double yes is the reply. Triple stamps. No erases. Absolutely would leave the sexism as big as a deal is the absolute refusal. Also the mocking. The, oh, you need attention. I've been there. Listen, I was in a relationship for seven years. I was engaged to that person. We were planning a wedding. I knew that it was coming to an end the last, like, couple of years where there was no sex. Sex was not a thing. That was something that I had to be okay with, and there were so many excuses. The first one was, you drink too much. It turns me off. I quit drinking. The next day, done. No no alcohol. The rest of the, re- the, the relationship, I was like, no, absolutely not. I won't do it. If that's the problem, then then let's see. Let's see. I will stop drinking for you so that I can, so that we can work on this, so that I can be not a sloppy person. You know what? This might be even healthy, anyways. So, whatever. So, I did, didn't change a fucking thing. Then there was another excuse. It was, I don't like the, your job. Your job turns me off. Okay. Let, let me, let me find a different job. Found a different job. Not enough. Breakup. Boom. Done. We were not intimate for years. It fucking sucked. I would try to bring it up and it's not that I got mocked but it would turn into a huge conflict like what he's explaining where it's like she storms off and locks herself in her room and it's like I'm just trying to talk to you about a problem that we're having and I'm hoping that we can work on it but you know constructive criticism she couldn't even take that and it's that that's when you know it's the end I hate to say it but this is the end and I think it's Like, unfortunate, because, like, a marriage, how, that's not as easy to leave as if you're engaged or in, just in a relationship. We can just leave. A lot of shit you gotta sign. A lot of things you gotta, a lot of hoops you gotta jump through there. So that's very difficult, definitely, but you're not getting anything that you need out of this. But you're giving. Just based on what you're saying, you're giving and you're not receiving anything, and like that—that that was another thing. And don't forgive me for getting too candid sexually, but he was like, "Yeah, like I give, I don't receive." I was the same way. I was the same way. Like I would be like, "Why? Why don't you like? Like why? Why do do I like? Why is head such a problem?" And it was like, "What was the answer?" Like, I don't. I don't want to feel objectified and like this is an objectifying thing and it's like but when but if I do it to you then it's fine okay like that that seems fair not and it's just gonna get worse from what everything that this person is saying it's just gonna get worse and it's one of those things where you should get out before it gets worse because if it gets more toxic and there's more resentment, then it's going to be even more difficult to break off from that person. And I'm saying this from experience. I'm saying this as someone who's about to get married too. Like, you just gotta, I mean, it sucks. This does not sound good at all. And it sounds like it's only going to get more toxic. And you gotta get out of there. And everyone in the comments says the same thing. So it's time to go. All right? And that's that. There you go. And it's time for me to go. I think I've talked for long enough. Hours, really. Because the pool house and then this, back to back, and the TikTok live I did before that. I'm going to cut it off here. And... I'm going to say thank you very much for coming. Thank you for listening. I hope I didn't piss too many people off. I hope the Israeli military isn't waiting at my door after I publish this. But this has been another episode of the Short News Podcast. My name is Alex Mador. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a great week. I'll be back as soon as possible. I love you very much. That goes to each and every one of you, all right? Except for a few people. Especially one person. I love you very much. I'll see you soon. And all right, peace.